Welcome to the Craft to Career Podcast with Elizabeth Chapel, where every week we dive into how you can turn your craft into a successful career. Get ready to have the career you've always dreamed of. Hello, and welcome to episode 73 of the Craft to Career Podcast. I am Elizabeth Chapel, and today on the podcast, it's a little bit different. So I have a student who is an alumni of my craft a career course and the quilt pattern writing course. Uh, it's Erin Tame of The Intuitive Maker. She had a really fun idea. She said, hey, you know, you are used to interviewing people and having them on your podcast, but what if I were to interview you? Not a lot of your listeners get to experience that, and, you know, they might have some questions specifically right now about your course that's coming out. So what if I were to put you in the hot seat? and ask you the questions. I thought that was so fun, and and Erin's really fun, and so I was like, yeah, let's do it. So today, I have Erin from The Intuitive Maker, and she came on to, to ask me the questions, and I'm not gonna lie, it was very interesting being the one being interviewed. I have, I have so much more empathy for the people who come on the show. There were definitely lots of times where I was like, and I'm rambling, and I'm off topic, hold on, edit that out. Let's go back. What was the question again? <laughs> Keep me on topic here. So I get it. Those of you who've been on my show, well done. You've all done so well. I have so much. I mean, even right now, I'm like sweating just thinking about being the guest. Turns out I like to ask questions more than I like to answer them. So let me jump in and let me introduce you to Erin. All right, Erin, welcome to the podcast. This Hi. is a super <laughs> This is super fun. Erin, can you explain and tell our listeners who you are? Yes. Um, hi there. My name is Erin Tame, and I am the owner of Intuitive Maker. I used to be the Pine and Cotton Project, but I've recently changed over. Um, so that's who I am, and that's what I do. So Erin is an alumni of both the Craft a Career and the Quilt Pattern Writing course. And Erin, I am good, with her permission, we're going to chat a little bit about that pivot that you made. But first, her she came to me and said, hey, I have this idea. You interview a lot of people on your podcast. What if someone were to interview you and put you kind of in the hot seat? And I thought that was super fun. So I said, let's do it. So here we are. But first, I want to share your niche. Do you want to dive in and tell us what your niche, what you can about that? Yes. Okay. So it all kind of started in Craft a Career this past February, and you had your mindset week, which everyone, if they're going to join, will know what I mean, or if they have joined. And it was a life changer that week. I was Pine and Cotton Project. Like I said, it was just traditional quilt patterns and fabric. And mindset week got me thinking, what is it that I really love? So of course I love quilting. That's you know quilting and sewing, but I also love everything metaphysical. So things like, um, the law of attraction thoughts become things. Uh, so I'm also into reading tarot cards, crystals, any kind of divination tool. I'm just really drawn to that. So I thought, why don't I just combine the two? And so that's what I did. And after some research, I realized no one's really doing this, offering uh, patterns 
for people to make personalized um, divination tools for their own spiritual practice. So um, that's what I do. I create uh, metaphysical patterns, but I also, there's no shortage of ideas for quilters Mm -hmm. and quilt patterns. So I also have a branch of traditional quilt patterns that I'll also be offering. Um, So when I'm going to be taking your course again, the, the pattern writing course, and I'm so excited. So I'll be doing both in the course, traditional and metaphysical. So I kind of offer a little bit of everything, but. And I love, well, first of all, this whole area was very new to me. So I don't know like the tarot cards and stuff. So I was like, yeah, come out with this. I'm very intrigued. But from a business standpoint, the narrower the niche, the better. And I am thrilled about this idea. And me personally, I hope that you niche down and only do that aspect of your business. I think you'll have more success. Well, we're going to take away the think. (laughs) You will have more success if you do that. And people who are listening might be like, "Mm, that's not for me. And that's what you want. Because, you know. Yes. Love or hate you, there's no money in the middle. That's right. (laughs) Yes. So thank you very much for helping me kind of define what it is I want to do and where my niche is. So thank you. Yeah. And I'm intrigued. What is it during that week? Like, what was the thought process? How did you, because that was not on your radar before, was it? Not at all. First of all, your idea, and you say it a lot, is there's enough for everyone. And there really is. There's no limit to what we can do, be, or have. And just for whatever reason, that week was like a meditative week. And I was able to kind of really zone in, like, what do I love to do? And those two things I equally love. And so it just dawned on me. And I, like I said, I did a little research. It's like, oh my gosh, no one's doing this. I want to do this. Let me do this. So it was just that week was a life changer. And those are the moments that light me up and make me so excited to witness. I'm like, yes, go for it. (laughs) That's awesome. Yes. All right. Well, let's switch spots here. I'll let you become the the podcast host. (laughs) Yes. Um, Uh, So, yes. So with your pattern writing course coming up, I came up with some questions because I'm curious how you got to where you are with it. So um, may I begin? Absolutely. Let's do this. (laughs) Okay. Um, So I wanted to start out pretty general, and I know you've covered this in previous podcasts and, and some of your classes, but I wanted to go over what is your background? Where did you grow up, go to college? What did you major in? Like, what was your original life plan growing up? Yeah. Uh, Okay. So I grew up in Minnesota and my dad was a college professor. My mom was a stay at home mom. And I went to college at Brigham Young University in Utah and I studied English and I was about to graduate. And my dad was like, how are you going to make money? And I was like, oh, gosh, you know, I better add education on there so that I can teach. So I have, you know, a degree where I can earn money. Then I got married and started teaching junior high, and it really was not for me. Granted, I taught kind of inner city school, and I wanted to be that stand and deliver teacher. I don't know if you've seen that movie, but but he goes into this. Okay. Mm -hmm. He goes in and changes these kids to be great, you know. So I do love teaching. I've taught swimming lessons. I've taught English as a second language. Um, I do love teaching. 
but junior high English, no, not as much. <laughs> yeah, middle school would probably be difficult anyway. That's a difficult age. It is. Yeah, it's a rough time for them, you know. So, what were your original life plans? What were you going to? So, you it was teaching. Was it always teaching? Were you interested in crafting and and sewing when you were younger? I really loved drawing growing up. Um, I do oddly remember in college, one of my roommates was studying business, and I was like, "Oh, barf! That is really boring sounding." <laughs> math. <laughs> yeah, I, I I hate math. Me too. And like, you had to take all these math and statistics classes. I was like, "No, thank you." Um, so. I guess I always have been drawn to creative things. I thought maybe interior decorating. I used to always sketch out floor plans. But again, if you want to be an architect, it's all the math. So I was like, nah. And even quilting, when I first started, I was like, uh, there's math involved? I didn't sign up for that. I was going to say, yes, yeah, <laughs> side note to quilting, it isn't, there's a lot of math and fractions and decimals <laughs> and things like that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, so you, recently you did a podcast explaining how you got into the quilt business with quilt candor, Quilter's Candy Box with Tracy. And mm -hmm. um, that was episode number 60. If anyone wants to go back and listen to it, it's awesome. <laughs> um, can you dive a little deeper into how your desire to write quilt patterns kind of evolved out of Quilter's Candy Box? Yeah, it's interesting because when I first started quilting, it was more out of necessity to know my audience. So I created this Quilter's Candy Box subscription box. And honestly, everything I read was like, you need to understand your audience. You need to be immersed in it. It needs to be true to you. And I was like, well, shoot, I guess I better learn how to quilt. <laughs> so um, very untraditional route to learn how to quilt. And my first quilt I made, it was like that blood, sweat, and tears. I was like, no, people don't really love this, do they? Um, <laughs> and then I don't, I, I, it was that necessity to be a good business owner that I was like, well, let's do this again. Mm -hmm. And it was probably around that second quilt that I was like, hold on. This is, I do like this. Mm -hmm. I want to go into my sewing room at night and unwind and... And I guess in, within that is my desire to help other people, like, don't give up. If you don't love it right away, don't throw in the towel. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm here to tell you, just give it a try again. So there's hope. Yes. If you don't love it. But um, so as I was making other people's patterns, my mind, that creative, you know, drawing floor plans, artistic, I, I would see, oh, if I were to tweak this block a little bit here it would make a totally different design. Or if I laid it out this way or that way, and then I started to not be able to not see quilt patterns. You know, I would look at things and be like, oh, hey, or even I still have this idea. I'll keep it a little hush-hush, but I went to Disney World and got off Tower of Terror, and in the gift store I saw something, and I Ooh. still have this idea. This was years ago, and I was like, I love this idea for a quilt pattern. It'd be so cool. Yeah. So We'll see when that happens, but, but I couldn't turn it off, you know, and I, w I approached a friend and said, I think I want to write a quilt pattern. And she was like, no, that's actually a big deal. It's really hard. Don't just don't worry about it. And then that competitive side of me was like, oh no, if you told me I can't do it, I will absolutely do it. So I did. <laughs> that's awesome. What was your original pattern writing process? So what... 
what programs did you originally use? Because I know you've, you know, transferred to to the industry standard now is what you use. But what did you originally use? And and what do you use now? And how did it change over time? When did it switch over to from one program to another? Yeah, so it started with Microsoft Word. <laughs> so that was lovely. <laughs> <laughs> how did that even work? I mean, how did you how did that work? It was clunky. I mean, now I only use Microsoft Word to take notes in my computer, but there are functions to draw a square or whatever. I mean, it was very basic. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of the patterns that I was reading were basic, you know, and, I, and they were big time designers. So I was like, well, okay, I guess if, if they're designing like this, I can too. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I, two things. I saw more patterns that were more robust with images, and I knew that there was more out there that I could offer in my patterns. And I signed up for, um, what, what is it called, Immersion by Bonnie Christine, because at the same time, I was like, I would love to design fabric. I mean, all at once, it was like, brr, I love quilting, I want to do all the things. Mm-hmm. And in her course, she teaches Adobe Illustrator, more obviously for designers, surface pattern designers, but learning those skills, I was able to implement them to quilt pattern writing. So I used Adobe Illustrator for years, and then I learned InDesign, and that's much more robust for actually writing. Illustrator is for making the images, and InDesign is meant for writing. Mm -hmm. So that's what I use now, and yeah, that's how it's kind of morphed over time. And did you use anything in between Word and Adobe? Because I know you you have the the Canva templates, which are amazing. So have you? Did you use Canva in there as well? No, actually, Canva. I'm trying to remember when that Was came it on the scene. Yeah, it might yeah. Not have been ready yet? Yeah, and that actually came about like the templates again, more studying business, wanting to provide an easier entry point for people to learn mm-hmm. how to design quilt patterns that's more affordable, just a more entry-level experience. Mm-hmm. And then once people know me, they've tried these, if they're ready to go to the next level, then come and join the Pattern Ready course. Okay. And uh, Adobe, like you said, Adobe Illustrators for the, the graphic design portion. And then InDesign is more for, like, the layout? Is that a desktop publishing program? Yeah, it's meant for any type of publishing, like a magazine, a brochure, a document. And in fact, in full disclosure, last year, so this is my third year teaching the pattern writing course. And this year, there's a big overhaul. I'm really excited that you're going to be taking it because it's really really (laughs) up-leveled. And I didn't teach a ton of InDesign in the past, and I, now that I've used it more, especially in the past year, and I'm more familiar with it, and I've taken courses on it, I'm going to be teaching more of that. And I've seen how, what a difference it can make in your design writing to use that for the writing instead mm-hmm. of Illustrator. Illustrator, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's exciting. Yay, yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> I am too. So every September... You um, have a course that is all about quilt pattern writing using the industry standard um, Adobe products. So super professional. How did that idea come about for you? How did you go from designing your own patterns to, hey, I want to teach everybody how to do this? 
Yeah, twofold on that. First, and if you've listened to other episodes of the podcast, you might be familiar with this, but there, I noticed in the industry, the quilting industry, that there were two types of attitudes that I would hear some people say, oh my gosh, someone asked me how, how to write a pattern or where I get my bags, my plastic bags, or, or this and that. And they would be really bothered and they would say, I've put in a lot of time and energy and it's really not okay for them to come and piggyback off the work that I've done and hack, you know, take a hack on what I've done. And I was shocked. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know, I, I guess you could view it that way, mm -hmm. you know? And in, in all respect, if there is someone who's put in a lot of time and work and they're not offering that service, it's probably not good etiquette to go and ask them, you know, like, True. hey, yeah. tell me how you did this. But I also had other people that I, and I'm trying to think, because when I think about this, I really, I know myself and I know that I wouldn't be that person that's like, so tell me everything. Like, what did you know? <laughs> so I don't... <laughs> I don't remember how this happened. We prob I probably asked a little question and they divulged a ton. And I was like, ah, this is a safe space. Let me ask a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> and they gave more and more. I mean, it, it, I trust myself to know that I wasn't being weird about it. But, um, but they were really giving of their information. And they, they clearly had the attitude of come in. I want your business to succeed. I don't feel threatened by that. And seeing those two contrasting kinds of approaches or attitudes, it was really jarring. And I, and I, I was in a vulnerable place with a new business mm -hmm. and to feel that love and acceptance and like camaraderie within the industry meant so much to me. And so I, I know how vulnerable it can feel when you're starting out. And I wanted to be that beacon of hope and inspiration and all of that. And then also going back to Bonnie Christine's course, uh, it was amazing. It blew my mind seeing how much she was charging for her course, which was totally worth it, and how many students were signing up and doing the math. I was like, that's a really good business model. Mm -hmm. I, I can do that. And so, and that's, I actually recommend that to my students. Look outside the industry, look elsewhere, see what people are doing, what's working and implement that, tweak it and make it your own. And there was no one teaching a course that I could find anywhere on how to write and sell And I was Googling, I was Googling blog posts and everything that was out there was very surfacey. I'm like, no, 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 I need the nitty gritty details. Yeah. So when I figured it out, I was like, all right, I'll put this out there. And I know that there are other quilt pattern designers that are like, oh, awesome. You're creating competition for me, which I just view it differently. Um, right, yeah. Well, it's the whole, so. it's your whole approach of there's enough for everyone. And there really is, you know, once you start getting greedy with your information, it's restrictive to your creativity. And if you're open and you're, oh yes, do this. It, it, it helps everybody. It helps the entire community, you know, and it just really the vibe does. is better too. It, it's more enjoyable if yeah. nothing else, but it really does lead to more success the it really it's the thing yeah and I love watching the alumni from both of the classes I've taken soar you know it's just yep. it's so exciting um it really to see is. everybody do so well I mean that's all I mean that's almost more fun than my own success it's like yeah right? yeah I'm gonna get to my own but this is awesome yay congratulations <laughs> you know 
And I love that you have that viewpoint because it also can feel intimidating to see your peers in your class soar. But mm -hmm. I love that you feel that way. That really, I really like that. Yeah. And it's, it makes me feel better. And it ultimately, I think, helps me and helps you and helps everybody if we're all just, yay, congratulations and happy for each other. So that's definitely my mindset. Okay, so now that you've kind of covered how you got there, what, what do you cover in the pattern writing course? Yeah, so it's a nine-week course. One of the weeks is like a, a implementation week to implement what we're learning. And so I'll just go through those nine weeks and okay. what we cover. So week one, we talk about your niche. Some people call it niche. I call it niche. Niche, yes. It's fancier. But it's niche. It is. It sounds French, you know? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that week we talk a lot about how to distinguish yourself from others in the industry. Because really to set yourself up for success, I mean, anyone can write patterns and put them out there. But to have your own unique look and brand and feel, which is why I love your niche, yeah, the, the niche week is so important, and it, another, it was another fun, fun thing to watch people start with their first pictures or, you know, what a branding, and then at the end, it's like, oh, yeah, you, you found it. You nailed it. I love it. Anyway, yes. yeah, it's great. It's a really good week. I love it. It's a fun one, and it's really fun to see the students grapple with that and, like, discover what they love and what their look is going to be, and yeah. So that's week one. Then week two, we go in and design a quilt top. And in the course, some people might be like a landscape quilt pattern designer or different kinds of looks. But for the course, I asked that the students use a block-based quilt where they use either one or two quilt blocks just to learn the concepts of quilt pattern design. Mm -hmm. And then once the course is over, spread your wings, do whatever your look might be. But yeah, in that first, uh, that second week, they design a quilt top. And I show them different ways that they can do that, how to find blocks, inspiration, all of that. Week three is the block construction, where they're going to actually break down their quilt top into the blocks, figure out how to design each block. And then week four is the fabric requirements. So that's where we mm. get to the math. Math. Love it or hate it, it's a part of the process. <laughs> <laughs> And then week five is writing the steps where we go through InDesign, how to write that, create the document, and the nitty gritties of having a well-written pattern, the words that you use, the fractions, the decimals, all of that, the nitty gritty part. Week six is that implementation week. It's the perfect time to like step back and like get caught actually up do the things. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh-huh. Yep. Week seven, we create the images. So I always think a great quilt pattern has images that show the maker, the person who's buying the pattern, how to follow your steps. Because some people are more visual. So we learn, you know, in Adobe how to create those steps. And then week eight, we do tech editing, where we, with, with the course, you swap patterns with someone in the course. You learn how to read your own, go through and edit. And then, of course, tech editors. I'm a big advocate of using a tech editor. Tech mm -hmm. editor. <laughs> and then week nine is marketing, which I love. I mean, you know, I have the whole craft a career course that goes more in depth about the business side. But um, marketing, we talk about how to launch your pattern, uh, all things marketing. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I love that you end with the marketing because it's so important. 
you know, you create this product and then at the end you tell us what to do with it and how to get it out there in front of the masses. So, and then, um, I mean, just a little, little aside here, it's, it was great to take pattern writing and then follow up with craft a career because again, Mm -hmm. it's like here, I've got this pattern and then craft a career helped me kind of figure out how to, I mean, I haven't done it yet, but you know, when I'm ready. So, um, well, yay. And how can people (laughs) sign up? For and it opens September sixth is when actual registration opens, correct? Yes. Okay. Which on that, well, this you didn't ask, but I'm just going to offer this tidbit. Oh, <laughs> so, I always love the beginning of a school year. I love the even as a kid. I loved in Minnesota the fall. The weather got cooler. Uh, new school outfits. The, the smell of like the smell of erasers and pencils. Like, yes. I'll just go down yeah. the school supply aisle and sniff like a weirdo yep. because I love the smell of new folders. And yes, I know. I'm with you. Yes. And getting school <laughs> supplies. I uh-huh. mean, it makes me sound way nerdier than I am, but I love the school year. I do too. And so I wanted this course to coincide with that beginning of the school year. And now we live in Texas where school starts like beginning of August. But growing up, it was always the day after Labor Day. And so Mm -hmm. that's when I open up registration for the course. Yes. So that's September 6th, which is next (laughs) Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday because Monday is Labor Day. Yes. Yep. Okay. And then they have until the 11th. Yes. So it's open from Tuesday the 6th until Sunday the 11th. Okay. And then class officially begins Monday the 12th. Mm -hmm. And... I, again, I feel like I geek out about this, but I get excited. So I know, that I'm first, excited too. Yeah. <laughs> those first two days, we have like a welcome ceremony where everyone comes and introduces themselves. Mm-hmm. And this year, we have alumni coming to be leaders of some the small groups. Mm-hmm. So you meet as a small group, and then we all meet together as a large group. And so people have asked, why isn't this a standalone course that's available all the time? There's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot of hand-holding, answering questions. It's a very um, intensive, Intent- immersive, yeah, say you know. Intensive. Yeah. It's an experience. Mm-hmm. And so it's definitely something where I want to be there to hold the hand of the student. Yeah. Yes. Well, I'm so excited to join you again. I'm so um, glad to have you I again. know. I'm so excited. So, um, and it's really, not only the content is invaluable, but the the, I, and I think I told you about this, the, the group and the community is just as valuable having this huge support group of people who are truly behind you. And it's just, it's awesome. I love it. And I'm so excited. And um, thank you so much yeah, for letting me yeah. introduce or uh, uh, interview you for your own it podcast. Was fun. So it was fun being the little, you know, <laughs> host this is host <laughs> it was very <laughs> odd being on this side of it I'm not gonna lie yeah. <laughs> I have more respect I'm sitting over here sweating yeah. like Ooh, okay <laughs> I was sweating a little too being being the host so it's a it's a it's a tough job but I you know we, we did it <laughs> we did it you did yes. great <laughs> thank you <laughs> thanks so much for having me yeah well thank you for having me and and allowing me to sit in your chair um, I loved it for the day so I hope to do it again soon all right thanks Sarah yep bye bye Erin thank you so much for being a guest on well not really a guest being the interviewer 
and letting me be the interviewee on the Craft to Career podcast. It was a lot of fun, even though, like I said, it was very interesting to be on the other side of things. So I hope that that was insightful and fun for you listeners. And if you are interested in the business of learning how to write and sell your own quilt patterns, now is the time to, well, prepare. I guess it's not exactly the time. Registration opens Tuesday, September 6th. So it's coming up very, very soon in just a couple of days. And the registration is only open for a little less than a week until Sunday, September 11th. And this opens once a year. As you heard, it's a very immersive experience, very hands-on. And I would love to have you join if this is something that you've been looking into. So if that's something you're interested in, click the link in my bio or go to quilterscandy.com and you can go under courses and you can join the waitlist. or Tuesday, you can come and join me. And I would love, love to have you and to see you there and have a wonderful week. I cannot wait to see you here next Friday on the Craft to Career Show with a brand new episode. We'll see you then. Bye.